Hi, Sherry here, and we're at NASDAQ today, and I have the pleasure of having Michelle Wilkerson from Sierra Space with me. And today we're going to be talking about the orbital age and all the work that Sierra Space is doing. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you very much, Sherry. Thanks for having me here. So excited. So let's get started. What is the orbital age? Yes, thank you. The orbital age is happening right now, 250 miles above our head. We're moving from space exploration into space commercialization. And this is a time when we will be moving away from what and how to, to look at space as to how to actually utilizing it for the betterment of humanity. At Sierra Space, our motto is building a platform in space to serve humanity and better the planet on the earth. So where we're going right now is we're able to have, we have the technology right now where we can do much more experimentation for healthcare, for technology, for clean energy in space and bring these benefits back to earth. When we think about it, there has been 300 people that have been up to the ISS doing the innovative work that has been done bringing back amazing usages for, again, healthcare technology that we have been using on the planet. Where we're going to now is just think about having thousands of people having this ability to, to bring back work that we just are not able to do on the planet. An example of that is that we actually have now the technology, the medical scientists have the technology to 3D print organs in space, which cannot be done in the gravitational pull of Earth because they would collapse. We have the technology to do to use tissue and regrow tissue in space as well, again, so we don't have that cellular collapse. So think about people that may need organ transplants or have um, need for having tissue transplants or stem cell research done and bringing that back to earth so we don't have to wait for organ donors and things like that as well. It's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. That's, that's incredible. Wow. Um, there's a lot to unpack <laughs> um, regarding the orbital age and what's all of the efforts um, that are going on to help bring that to space and back to the earth. Um, why Why now for Sierra Space? Well, it's certainly, technology is converging. We, we have this opportunity and, and the capability now, reusable spacecraft. The um, commercialization is separating so that it's not just government um, flights anymore. The ISS, as we all know, will be retired um, prior to 2030. So there's now this new race to be able to uh, ensure that we have a platform in space that we can continue with, again, the innovation, the science, um, looking for new ways that we can support humanity down on earth. 
So for Sierra Space right now, we have this position where we have a spacecraft. We're not a rocket company, but we have the Dream Chaser, and our first flight will be through Dream Chaser Tenacity, which is, um, I think, a, a very well-named vehicle for us. So Tenacity will be a cargo vehicle. It is uh, contracted for seven missions with NASA right now to go to and return from the ISS. It's a reusable craft. Again, the reusability that we see in, in the space interest happens to certainly help with pricing and again, have not such a disposable use mm -hmm. of these tremendously complex and expensive mm -hmm. vehicles that are going up. So Dream Chaser goes in the, is launched on a rocket in a fairing and then goes into space, is released from the fairing. And again, we'll be taking cargo to and from, for now, the ISS. Mm -hmm. When there's other platforms in space, certainly we have that capability. Mm -hmm. It's effectively a vehicle to be used for LEO and beyond, including to the lunar, lunar surface as well. Mm -hmm. So very, very exciting to go through this. And for those who are tuning in who are getting familiar with space, LEO is lower the orbit. Yes, of course. And so the to get this right. So your how is through tenacity Correct. as you're starting to build what, and you're saying are the reef? Orbital reef. Yes. This is one of the uh, platforms in space that will be looking to provide the same support that the ISS is doing. The big difference is it is not a government owned okay platform. It will be commercially owned. And how we're looking at it is a business park in space. So we have the life module that stands for large, integrated, flexible environment. And effectively what it is, it is a three-story expandable habitat in, in space, 27 feet in diameter that can be used for a laboratory. It will have a gym, a kitchen for very extended stays. Um, interestingly enough too, when you sort of mention a kitchen in space, CR Space has the Astro Garden. And I think this is kind of fun too. The Astro Garden has actually been used on the ISS since 2015 and it provides produce and peppers and lettuces um, for people, astronauts that are in space for extended periods of time. That's fantastic. So when you're craving something from back home on earth, instead of freeze dried food, you're able to get fresh produce. That's absolutely incredible. And um, I know in studies, and there's a webpage at NASA that lists all of the technology and the day-to-day -day items that we use um, that have come from um, the, the drive and the push to get into space, like Velcro and um, a handful of other items and products that come from that. And so it's really phenomenal to see the push from Sierra Space to go, you know, because as we've been talking about the sustainable development goals the last couple of days, um, it seems, you know, it's a great fit you know, and it's space, but it's still also very much here, home on earth and all of the yes. good that's going to come cycle back through 
from the innovation, the development, the drive to go and push the envelope of what will end up coming and then also building off the existing tech and being able to expand the absolutely, garden. Absolutely. And I think another thing that is really beneficial talking about the sustainable development goals as well, too, when we're looking for clearly the the breakthroughs in healthcare and in technology and communication, the work in space is going to be absolutely impactful for that. Mm -hmm. But I'm really proud for and humbled to be working actually at Sierra Space as well too, because we've also just put together Sierra Space Ventures. And the intent is that is to help support investment in other countries and developing mm -hmm. countries and give the opportunity of other people the opportunity to go and work in space. So developing countries that may not have access to this may be in a position to have investment to help support them mm -hmm. so that they can help and innovate on the Sierra space platforms Garden in space. Well growing, said, my friend. Growing the opportunity well at home here on Earth and in space. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my last question mm -hmm. for you, when? Yes. So as mentioned, the ISS is retiring um, 2030, and we are intending to be able to take up that gap through, for example, Orbital Reef. And Orbital Reef will be up prior to that. Dream Chaser will be flying on our NASA missions to help support the ISS being decommissioned mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So in the next few years, we'll absolutely start seeing these activities taking place. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Absolutely cannot wait. Thank you so much. Thank Michelle. you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.